0: This is Armand Anderson, a.k.a. Mr. Self-Love, and today we are talking about
1: self-love. What's up? It's Kevin Crenshaw, a.k.a. The Heart Guy. Welcome to The Heartbeat, where we talk about living life from the heart. What's up, guys? Today we're talking self-love with Mr. Self-Love, Armand Anderson. He is the author of Mastering Self-Love, and I'm really excited to have him on the podcast today because – Um, I think we've been touching a lot on self-love this week in the conversations on my podcast, so I'm really excited to bring you on the show. Welcome, man. Hey, good morning. Great to be here. Thanks for having me. Dude, totally. So for the people that don't know about you, give me a little spiel about how you got started in the self-love thing, because I know especially we were talking a little bit about this before we started recording the podcast, but there's not a lot of guys that do stuff like we do. So how did you fall into this? Um, yeah, I, I think you bring yeah. up
0: a, uh, you bring up a good point in the fact that there's not a lot of men doing this work. And it's what really intrigued me when I got into this work was realizing that vulnerability is power and we shouldn't hide or be afraid or think that we're going to be less than, uh, by, you know, really communicating who we are, what we're going through, uh, so we can really give our chance, uh, you know, a, a chance to grow. Uh, but to answer your question, uh it really stemmed from my own experiences in my life. Uh when I was twelve and my father had left my family, uh, grew up with a single mom at that point, uh, which, you know, kind of funny, may may be the reason why I turned out to be Mr. Self-Love and a little more sensitive as a man, uh, <laughs> being raised by my mom and sister. Uh, and then after that, uh, by the time I hit about 22, uh, I was in a abusive relationship where a girl actually was hitting me. Uh and typically you hear the reverse of a guy yeah. hitting a girl. Um and this girl was uh pretty tall, a little bigger bone than me, so it was uh pretty physical when she would hit. Um and it got to a point, you know, where everybody surrounding you tells you what you need to do and what would be the smarter choice, in in my case walking away. Uh but I I sat in it for about a year and I got to a point after a year and I looked at my arm one night and shit hit me so hard. My arm was bleeding. And that's when I looked at myself for the first time. And I looked within for the first time and I I just told myself, I said, Armand, this is not about her. She's got her own challenges and own problems, own issues. But I chose this. I chose Mm -hmm. her, any girl I could have met on Bumble, Tinder, Match.com, Plenty of Fish, you name it. and not only I chose her, I allowed her to do that. And I finally looked within and said, you know what, this has got to say something about me. Uh, and that was really the beginning of my self-love journey. The next morning, I went on Google, I typed in how to love yourself. And what was ironic was the definition of self-love had the word narcissistic in it. And so <laughs> I started looking at the screen like, no, you know, I, I want to love myself, but the definition says you're a narcissist. and So I kept searching and, you know, wow. eventually found a great source uh to start diving into my own
1: self-love. Wow, that's incredible. And I didn't know that about the definition. It's very interesting, Google is. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, so I guess for the people listening in, I know for me, and I don't think we've talked about this um along, but, like, I have a history of beating myself up. And a lot of my fitness stuff came out of self-hatred, self-punishment, not discipline. It was almost self-suppression. It was rooted in a weird thing, but I really mastered it, and it looked like discipline from the outside. So how does somebody, once they recognize, they're like, yeah, okay, I need to love myself more. How does somebody really get to that spot and start to cultivate more self-love?
0: No, it's a good question. I always say, when you love yourself, you want better for yourself. And that comes in really several facets. One is a healthy body. So taking care of your, your health. Because uh, without that, we don't have anything. Uh, number two is is cultivating the healthy mind. So, you know, what are you reading? What are you listening to? You know, who are you surrounding yourself with? Because if and when you love yourself, you're not going to answer the call anymore. When that guy or that girl says, hey, did you hear about so-and-so? You know, they're dating this person or they did this, and all of a sudden you've lost focus of your day, and now you're involved in all this dysfunction and drama and right. you've lost your peace of mind. You know, when you love yourself, you don't tolerate any of that anymore because you you know your boundaries. And so if someone's talking drama or they're trying to pull you into drama, right, you're quick to say, you know, I'm good. Thank yeah. you. And walk away. And then the last component uh is you know, finances is taking care of your financial health. Um, so you have that peace of mind. So I kind of have always lived and, and taught the three pillars of a healthy body, healthy mind, healthy finances, because I believe with those three, you've got peace of mind. But the, the work of self-love is daily. It's not, you know, where you wake up and say, I've mastered life. I'm good. I don't <laughs> need to continue working on myself, right?
1: Right, right. So how does somebody go about, Cause some people can say, Oh, yes, I like, I love myself in their head, but deep down, they really don't. Have you coached anybody in that situation and how do they understand the difference? Because yeah. it's like, Oh, yeah, I love myself. And you can look in the mirror and I'm like, Yeah, I love myself, but then their actions are proving different. And you know what I mean? Yeah.
0: You know, there's a, there's a, I like that question. There's a difference between the person that uh, is exactly. Operating in the fashion that you mentioned versus the person that, you know, can still look in the mirror and say, I'm not content with maybe the way I look. I want to, you know, get in shape. Um, But there's a difference between that person that says, I love me no matter what, but I'm not where I want to be and I'm going to do something about it. Right. Mm -hmm. Loving yourself doesn't mean you'll always be happy with yourself in the sense of, You'll love yourself, but there's always a next level. So it's the key is to remain happy and, and to love yourself so much so that you'll understand we all have the ability to grow. We're not, you know, a tree.
1: Hmm. True. And I think society puts a lot of pressure on us from that. It's like, oh, you you don't have this car, you don't have that role, you don't have this thing, and then so we hate ourselves for it instead of loving and then growing in into that spot. Yeah, absolutely. Awesome. So think times up. So thank you so much for joining the the call and the show. Uh, This has been freaking awesome for me. Where can people know more about you and your work?
0: Yeah, no, first of all, man, thank you so much uh, for setting the stage and impacting humanity the way you're impacting humanity. It's a beautiful thing to witness and grateful to be a a small part of it, um, to find me on social media. Um, it's Mr. Self love. So M R and then self love and also Mr. Self
1: Perfect. And you got a book coming out soon. Yeah.
0: I got a book open for pre-order this upcoming week. Uh, and the official release will be October 27th.
1: Perfect. And they can find out about that. I'm sure social media stuff. Yeah, absolutely. Get the man's book. We all need more self love <laughs> in the world. Thank you for joining the show, man. Everybody listening, go out there, put some heart into everything that you do today.